School District is proud to present Coffee Talk, a conversation on social emotional learning at home. Fill up your favorite mug and grab a chair. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Coffee Talk. This episode is going to be slightly different than what we're used to. Uh, instead of today having a usual conversation where we sit down together, I actually had the opportunity to work with some high schoolers from Metuchen High School who've been working very hard to create a club called Bring Change to Mind that works to help students feel empowered and feel like they're receiving a little bit more additional help through SEL. Uh, this is student-led and actually was created exclusively by what the students saw was needed around the high school. Today I'm going to have a little bit more of an interview style with questions and answers. I was lucky enough to get the chance to speak to Nene, Remy, Leia, Lorelai, Ashvin, and Marina. I'll say this again at the end, but this is one of my absolute favorite podcasts to record, and I had a lot of fun listening to what they had to say as they gave us a unique new perspective to some of the SEL things that we've been speaking about lately. Bring Change to Mind has been talked a lot about around Metuchen, especially at our SEL night. A lot of the staff members around the buildings have all been very excited about a lot of the changes and the impact that you've had around the district. And a lot of things that I've heard from everybody is the uniqueness in which this committee was started, where you all began from. What made you want to start this club and start this committee? And how did you get started? I think over quarantine and while we were in remote schooling, I saw how much of an impact it had on my peers and even on my teachers. And while people would talk about putting yourself first, like making sure you're keeping your mind healthy and focusing on your own mental health, I feel like there are people that are struggling that didn't really pay attention to that. Um, I saw it in even my own family. I have a younger brother and my parents, um, and it was really struggle for everyone. And I think that really inspired me to pull students together who cared just as much as I did um, and to bring more awareness to that. And with that, I asked our advisor, Prokopos to come on board because I felt like he was one of the teachers that really, um, the word like embodied or yeah like he, supported what you wanted to go forward with yeah like I feel, feel like even before the pandemic he was really focused on not just teaching us but also checking in on his students so I felt like he would be the perfect advisor and we worked we started working together February 2021 um mm -hmm. and when we first put in the request to start this club um, we also found a national organization called Bring Change to Mind. And part of Bring Change to Mind is a high school chapter, and you're able to register your high school as a high school chapter. Now, in early 2021, we were told that the club was approved and all would be good to start. But at the very end of the school year, we find out, oh, no, actually, it's not approved because our school was going through a shift in principles mm -hmm. so it was approved through one principal but since there's a new principal coming in it had to get approved by him yeah. um so then over the summer it was kind of lost in the shuffle of everything that was going on um and then we came back in september and i had to put in another um at the high school when you put in a club you have to put in a oh what Proposal. You had to put in a proposal. Um, and you also had to get 30 students to sign off that they would join the club. Okay. And I finally got all that together by the end of September. 
mind you, it's first semester senior year, very stressful time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm able to get it through. And it wasn't approved again. And part of the reason was because they felt that having a club that dealt with mental health, completely student-led would be difficult, just because it's almost as if, like, one of the biggest things you preach is that our club is not a therapy session. Mm-hmm. Uh, our club is just simply raising awareness and destigmatizing mental health. Um, so we made sure to make that message clear and we sent it through again. And it was approved, but we had to change the name from our original name, which was Destigmatize Matuchin, to okay. now bring change to Matuchin. That, got, that was not approved either. <laughs> so we sent it through again. And we finally got to bring change to mind, and we had our first meeting in November of 2020. Wow. So yeah. it, it took nine months, but just like a baby, it was worth it. Yeah, it, it. It definitely sounds like it. I mean, it sounds like you all saw a need that arose from yourselves, from your classmates, from your family, from the town itself. And you saw an opportunity to kind of step up as leaders in the school building or across the community to really give an outlet to people that really needed that outlet. As you kind of said, it it's to help others in need, not necessarily as a therapy session, but kind of give them an outlet to understand what they're going through, process a lot of what's been happening. I mean, as we've talked about many times, like we've even talked about this on podcasts before, it's been two years of very, very topsy-turvy, upside-down everything. I mean, a lot of people started to have signs of stress and anxiety, depression, a lot of things that they weren't accustomed to having that came out during this time. I think the fact that all of you sat down together and developed a committee to give everyone an outlet and understanding that what they're going through is okay means a lot to everybody. And finding 30 students that were all wanted to put their name to this is something big. Yes. And not to say that the high school or the school district doesn't have mental health resources or like people in the building to help, but to some people, it's just scary yeah. coming to terms with that and being so vulnerable and saying, I do need help. I do need someone to mm-hmm. on. And I think pulling together students, showing them that it's not that scary. If anything, it's cool. And like, it's nice to have someone to be your crutch and someone to lean on when you're struggling. I think we all come from different backgrounds and different activities within the school. So showing that people in the band, that you can come to terms with your mental health. People in sports, you can do what, like you can come to terms with your mental health and lean on someone. And I think that that was really, really important. Not just to me, but obviously to everyone in this club. And I think there's a big difference, as you said. I like the idea that you mentioned destigmatizing things. I think there's a lot of people who are nervous to reach out or ask for help just because of the idea that it is a little scary. It's hard to admit sometimes even that you need help. It's easier to have a conversation with a friend or a peer than sometimes it is even to bring it up to a teacher, to bring it up to a counselor, or even pursue therapy. A lot of those things can be difficult. It's hard to take that first step. But having friends that you know are, one, experiencing something similar to you, two, are saying, hey, I am here to help you, eventually gives you that opportunity to really follow through and get that first step in the right direction that you need. I think even if you all just provide that first step, that's such a big thing that a lot of areas are missing. The school can provide a lot, but nothing is better than having a friend or someone that is in a similar situation to you that you can have to lean on. So now that you've discussed a lot of the process that it took for actually forming the committee and what you plan on doing a little bit with other high school students and members of the community, I know that you've done a lot actually around the schools themselves and around the community and had some events throughout the year that you were really active in. Can you tell us a little bit more about what some of those events were and kind of what the outcomes of those were you saw? 
So first getting started, we had a little bit of an adjustment. Like it was a brand new club. Um, we were trying to figure out how it would best run. So we started like splitting up into groups, focusing on different activities, different planning elements. Um, and we kind of started rolling with that. Um, we, our first event I think was our affirmations event where we had post-its out in the front lobby and a poster board and kids would come in in the morning and they would write something that they were proud of, that they loved about themselves. Um, and they put it on our poster board. And then we displayed our poster boards in one of our clear, like. Like the cases. Yeah, yeah. the cases. Trophy, like the trophy yeah. cases there. Hey, look, yeah. mental health deserves a trophy case. Yeah. yeah. If you it can does. get that in there and hang that up and have the year attached to that, I think that's great. I love yeah. the idea of starting small too. I like yeah. the idea that you had it where. You had something everyone could be active in. It's something that's in your face and something that they see right away and something that they can kind of go back to. I really like that idea as a starting point. Yeah, and it was really successful. We also, Bring Change to Mind, sent us a bunch of like stickers and pins and um, pens and people like loved filling out a post-it about something they loved about themselves and then taking something uh, to take with them, which was really good and that was really successful. Um, we also focused a lot on like self-love throughout the rest of the year. On Valentine's Day, we did Be Your Own Valentine, which kind of like our affirmations was just something you loved about yourself. Again, yeah. a lot of people love that one. Um, so Valentine's Day, you know, it's just surrounded so much of loving others, but like really self-love is the most important thing. Um, I think that's a good one too. I, I like the idea of kind of flipping the script on that. You're taking yeah. Valentine's Day, and as you said, it's usually giving things to other people or showing affection to other people and kind of switching that to the fact of saying that, like, you are just as important of a Valentine as anyone else. Yeah. Getting those ideas down and having the affirmations of other people saying something kind to of you and then flipping the script entirely for the very next event, I think, is a very interesting approach to how you're introducing the school to more targeted mental health. I think that's a yeah. great, great process. Yeah. And then... We continued on with like our affirmation and self-love aspect by writing little like post-it notes um, in our next meeting and we put it around the bathrooms and people really, really loved that. Like every time you would go to like wash your hands or look in the mirror, there would be something like, oh my God, you look so good today or like you're doing great, keep going. And a lot of people like love that as some like yeah. motivation, pick me up, you know. So those were like our big like affirmation self-love events we also we did a tea sale which we did too because it was really successful okay um, and in the morning we had a bunch of different teas um all with different like effects like a sleep one a stomach soothing one yeah um, a happy one and we like just had tea and people would come up and buy it it was a nice way to start someone's morning um and people requested another one, so we did it again. Um, so that was really, really successful for us. Yeah. Um, we also, our probably biggest event of the year is our therapy dogs. Oh, which, can't go wrong with that. You know, um, yeah, so we had to get that one board approved, but it went through rather quickly. Surprisingly, yeah. I, I have to say, just because it's board approved doesn't mean if you slap dogs on it doesn't mean they're not going to approve it really quickly. Yeah. There's a process, but that doesn't mean they don't like the idea of having dogs and puppies running yeah. all over the place. Yes. 
So we had dogs come. We had two dogs from around the McCutcheon area come. Um, it was right in the midst of like AP exams ending in the, between the little break of finals and APs and like the school year winding down. So we had about, I would say like 60 kids out on the front football field with two little dogs uh, cuddling, like running, hugging. And it was probably our biggest event of the year. Um, we're definitely planning on doing it again next year. Um, and it was just very calming and everybody was just so happy. Um, we have a lot of pictures up on our Instagram. Uh, go check it out. But you have a, you gotta say the handle then. Uh, at BCT Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> McCutcheon underscore BC2O. Ah, perfect. Okay. Yeah, so definitely you got to go follow it if you want to see pictures of puppies, which is, I think, definitely, definitely nice and soothing. Yeah. I think, honestly, a lot of what you were doing was not only doing things for other people, but you were doing events that people could do for themselves later on. A lot of things you do with the post-it notes in the bathroom, doing the self-affirmations, doing the affirmations for others. Those are all things that everyone that was involved in these different events can see, like, you know what? seeing that sticky note in the morning or having that cup of tea was something that really helped me get into my day or helped me feel a little bit better going forward. Doing what you did not only was good in the moment, but you're teaching people skills and strategies and coping skills that they can learn to use on their own going forward. And I think sometimes that's what we overlook when we do these things. Because in the moment you're sitting there and you're like, you know what, it'd be really cool to get a cup of tea in the morning. Like That'd be really nice and relaxing. But you might have that one person that it clicks and they say, wow, you know what? That tea did a lot for me. And there are people like that. Like I usually have a cup of tea at night right before I wind down for bed. And it really does help. And I think some people like there, it falls under aromatherapy. It falls under kind of the soothing nature of having something warm right before you go to sleep. So people that all learn that and can pick that up because of a small event or something, even just like a little gesture like that goes such a long way. And I think that's a lot of things that people have been overlooking that your committee has done is you haven't just done singular events you've been teaching people skills that they can use going forward. And adding on to your aromatherapy, we actually did aromatherapy about a month ago. And we basically had everybody make their own like essential oil, like rollers. Um, so we had like little um, rolling, rolling like tubes, I guess. Yeah, yeah they have the essential oil tubes, yeah. like the little rollers. Yeah, at the end of it. yeah. yeah. And then we had like coconut oil and a bunch of different essential oils just light up on the table and everybody came and just made their own. And that was really successful and soothing and people really enjoyed like making their own scent and the way they liked it. So that was another really successful event. Yeah. It sounds like for a committee that was working really hard to get themselves off the ground, you got a lot in with the time that you had and you really made sure to take advantage of that time. And I think that's amazing to hear. All right. So now that we talked a little bit about the different events that you ran, and you're able to discuss what you actually did. And we kind of talked a little bit about it. And I kind of discussed a little bit of what I could kind of seeing about perspective. But as members of the committee, what do you see as the outcome to some of the events that you did, either in the high school itself or around the town? Yeah. So I think many districts across the country are awakening to this reality that you can offer all the resources in the world to help deal with mental health but these will be ineffective unless they're coupled with, with a comprehensive destigmatization program. So I think like, in the highly competitive environment that is high school, students don't want to admit that they need help or need to take a break. So whether it's through incorporating mental health treatment options in the school's curricula or through an intensive awareness campaign, 
schools will need to incorporate mental health into daily life. So, and the, I think the important thing about our club is that uh, it's imperative that our club is led by the students themselves. It's also composed completely of students. And uh, all the initiatives are student-based, which is the biggest thing, that the students themselves are running it. Because I think in high schools across the country, there's sort of a, a disconnect between the administration and the students. So uh, our club, uh, as Leah mentioned earlier, hosted Yoga Day, created affirmation posters, spread positive flies around the school, and even hosted our Puppy Day. Uh, when viewed like as isolated initiatives, all these things, they may seem small, but these seemingly small events are the catalyst for change that change the public's perception of what mental health is about. So teaching things like self-wellness and mindfulness, it eradicates the grotesque ideas of psych wards and mental illness that come to people's minds when they think of mental health as a whole. So I think destigmatizing mental health may seem like a daunting task, but over time, small actions will end up making an impactful difference in how students perceive their school environments. So I think as our school, uh, we, we want to expand past our school. So one thing that our school district as a whole has been working on is our social emotional learning initiative. Mm -hmm. So I know many of our members participated in a program that worked with the students at our elementary school. Yeah, where absolutely. We did that the SEL night. A lot of the high schoolers came and they actually presented yeah. out on like some of the things that you've been talking about, some of the topics you were just discussing about how to approach those things and how to destigmatize a little bit even to younger age kids. Yeah, I was one of the presenters there and I was really surprised to see how receptive the kids were to the topics that we were teaching because when I was in elementary school like there wasn't anything like this. So if someone was talking to me about it back then, I probably wouldn't have said anything back because I really didn't know anything. But when I was talking to the students, I was like pleasantly surprised how much they knew and how willing they were to talk about this. So I think that's just showing how in our district and across generations, there's sort of this growth of knowledge and growth of openness to talk about these new ideas, which I think is great. Yeah, and I, I think what you really talked about before about keeping it student-led makes such a big impact. Like, obviously, your teachers are going to be talking about it. Administration is going to be talking about it. But it doesn't have the same impact as having other students talk about it and bring it forward. I mean, a yeah, lot yeah. of times when we talk about it across the district, a lot of people look at the teachers and the staff when we discuss it. And obviously, it's something important to the district. So that's part of the area that we're going to talk about no matter what. It's kind of our responsibility to talk about these things. It's our job to talk about these things. But for all of you to show the amount of passion that you have when discussing this comes across very, very differently. And the fact that you're also focused on maintaining it being student-led and focusing on having that come from internally from the school system has such a big impact on how it's received across the district and even into other districts, like you said. Mm -hmm. I agree. And there is that classic saying, if you teach a, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat once. But if you teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. And I think that's the same way in this scenario. If you simply just give students information, they're only going to process it, then they're going to forget about it. But I think over time, if you give the students the information and you actively perform activities to reinforce this information, they're going to end up retaining a lot more and they're going to be way more interested in the topic. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's what you want. I mean, obviously, there's one last part to the fisherman story. I mean, obviously, the last part is if you make him befriend another fisherman, he'll go fishing more often. So, I mean, it's not one that's often talked about, but that's what you're all doing. You're not only teaching someone to fish, you're also saying, hey, we're going fishing, come with me. 
<laughs> so, I mean, that's what you're doing. You're getting people interested in these things as hobbies and activities. You're building routines in people's lives because you're showing it that I do it in mine. When I say it to my kids, they're like, oh, it's Mr. Delaney just going and he talks about like doing tea and stuff before dinner. He talks about self-reflection. That's what teachers do. No, students also do it. I do promise you. And all of you are proving that, that it can be a real part of your life. You're doing all of these things. And as you're all talking about before, you're all looking into colleges, you're taking care of classes, you're looking into more extended activities. And I can't imagine that this is the only activity all of you are in. So you're balancing out a lot of different things and proving how much mental health can still have a positive impact on your lives and how important it is for all of you to actually include it. I, I want to add on to Ashvin's answer. Can we switch? Yeah. Can we switch? It, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you can. Um, so what was the specific question again? Just so I know how to work. It was just about the impact around the district. Um, so adding on to what Ashvin said, um, kind of going to the opposite end of the age spectrum, not so much the elementary schoolers, um, but the, I think he's the assistant superintendent, Mr. Cohen. He had invited a group of us to speak um, at a keynote presentation for a bunch of school districts around the state. And while he was introducing us, he said how he took the your own Valentine activity that Leah was talking about back to his family, um, to his son and his wife, and how he had them and they all practiced together their own Valentine. And they wrote down things that they loved about themselves. And his wife liked it so much that she took it to her friends. And the change just went on and on. And I think yeah. that was... That was one of the first times that I really saw that our club was having an impact on people besides the high school. And that was something that was one of our goals from the very start. Um, And I think that that also kind of shows that um, practicing mental health and um, yeah, practicing mental health doesn't really have age restrictions. You don't have to be a teenager to be vulnerable. You don't have to be a teacher, like you were saying, to talk about it. You don't have to be a little kid to learn about it. Um, even within Mr. Cohen, he's, he's an older man with a son in elementary school and a wife who's around his age, yet they're all still practicing mental health. And they're not doing it because they feel like they're at a low place. They're doing it just simply to practice it because mental health is like any regular health that needs regulation. And it's not something to shy away from. So I think that that's one of the biggest examples of our impact, our growing impact in the district. And you just showed exactly what we were talking about a second ago. That's a moment where you introduce an idea and a topic, a real coping skill, a real thing that you can do at home. And it actually spread because people saw its effects and the positivity it brought. And that's something you've done inside the high school. Now hearing it spread to other people and other families and even work its way outside the district to people of many ages. That's what you're looking to do. And that's awesome to hear. So as you've done a lot throughout the year, we talked about some of the impact that the whole committee has had across the district, across even as you started to mention before, people outside the district. Obviously, that's what they all picked up on. But for each of you, what was something that stood out most for you this year? We talked about events as a whole, but what was your favorite thing that you saw happen this year? So being part of Bring Change to Mind, the national organization, they have a week, I think it was in April, called BC2M Week, and it's where all the high school chapters get a theme for each day and you get to do like different activities, different Instagram posts for each day. 
So one of the days was, I forgot what it was titled, but basically the gist of it was giving back to your teachers. And what we decided to do is in the teacher's lounge, we made a table where we put, um, we put handmade self-care packages. And inside there's a candle, a notebook, a pen, um, a stress ball. I think there was lotion, chapstick, like a, oh, an eye mask like one of those sleeping masks. Um, and I think that was one of my favorite things because like I was saying earlier, like mental health doesn't have restriction on age. And I feel like a lot of the times teachers are looked to for help. So it's kind of, no one really thinks to help the teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that showing them some respect and showing them that you can reach out also um, I think that that was really special and seeing a lot of positive feedback from the teachers that was really special yeah absolutely so personally my favorite activity that we conducted this year was the dog therapy session some of us were talking about this earlier but we basically got a few dogs from around the town of Natachan and we just like raised awareness and told people around the school that we're going to have this after school and a lot of people showed up to this event and it was just a great time for our club and for people to hear about our club and again it was right in between this whole like AP exams and like finals and submits of a lot of stressful season and it highlighted the idea that like maintaining a positive mindset, maintaining a positive mental health can have, can come from many different ways. And dog therapy is one of them. And personally, I was taking AP exams too. And I had my friends that was there and they were telling me how like, oh, my experience at the dog therapy session really helped me for my AP exams the following week. And it was just like a really great experience for all of the members, everyone that attended and just for the club in general. Um, so my favorite event from the school year was one of my, our low-key, like, chiller events, um, and it was pretty much just a bunch of us just got together one day after school, again, in the midst of APs, um, in the school year winding down, and we just sat for, like, an hour, put on music, and we just colored, um, and it was, like, really just, like, a special time. We all, like, sat at, um, a table, and it was this quiet, and, we just like enjoyed ourselves. It was very mindful. Um, and it was just a good de-stressor. But we were like, while we were quiet, we were all still together supporting one another. And for me, that was a really like wholesome and special moment. And I know leaving that, like I was really happy and just like stressed, stress-free. And it was a really good time. Uh, similar to Leia, my favorite event this year was one of uh, our smaller events. It was our post-it note initiative where we wrote kind messages on post-it notes and put them around the school. And I really like this event because uh, we sort of appealed to a different crowd than we normally have. So for example, we put some of the post-it notes in the boys' bathroom and in the uh, school weight room. And for example, the people that go to the weight room uh, may not necessarily be the crowd who often thinks about their mental health or often like takes the time to reflect. So I think just spreading to as many people in the school is sort of our initiative. And just if we get someone to think just like once per day, like, oh, how am I feeling? What can I do to make myself feel better? Then our goals sort of achieved. So uh, even though it was small, 
uh, getting as many people as possible in these uh, groups that don't normally participate in the club uh, really stood out to me because it shows that our club is growing and that we are influencing people and people who may not realize that may not be active in the uh, wellness community. And it sounds like each of you had great takeaways from the year. It sounds like each of you had a different moment that really stood out to you and for different reasons. I mean, obviously, they all connect around the idea of supporting mental health, but each of you identified something that meant a lot to you because of what it did for others. And I think if that's really the root of a lot of this, I think, once again, as we kind of talked about before, you're hitting each of your goals. When we talked about this beforehand and we were doing the pre-recording, we had discussed a lot of what you wanted to have from this moment was and what you wanted to have come out of this committee was. And hearing each of you now say this, I can say as someone looking on the outside, it sounds like you're hitting a lot of those goals that we had originally discussed. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, unlike some other committees and clubs that kind of exist around the district invented by teachers, you all have a certain amount of time that you have to be here. You all have whenever you start until you graduate senior year. With the time that you have, what do you hope to leave behind as you get ready to move on? What do you hope to leave behind as the members that stay behind? So I think the biggest thing that this club taught me, being a part of this club this entire year, is that everyone has their own individual story with mental health. And um, in the beginning of the year, when I was applying to become an officer first member, I described my experience with mental health and how the pandemic had an effect on me and just my personal experiences. And I, being part of this and being a part of this community where we normalize mental health, it really stood out to me how everyone was sharing their own individual stories they had about mental health and how mental health had an effect on them. So for uh, members coming in next year and for new officers, I hope they can continue the legacy on that like to emphasize the idea that like everyone has an experience with mental health and the importance of supporting everyone for their different stories. Perfect. All right, next up. For me, I think uh, I'm a high schooler in a time where uh, mental health is sort of just emerging from being a taboo topic to something that's being talked about more in society. So I think being a student during this time, uh, there's been like a lot of wishy-washy things about like, is it okay to talk about like suicide in school? Is that an acceptable thing? So as I leave, uh, yeah, after this year, when I become a senior and graduate, one thing that I wanna leave behind is, I wanna just have the conversation started and leave the door open for the future students. Because I think one of the biggest barriers that uh, I'd say my grade overall has is just like the accessibility to the resources. I think overall, whether it's through making the resources more accessible on the school's website or letting people know more about the opportunities with the school psychologist or school guidance counselors. I think I don't want, want to have students in the future have to struggle with getting these opportunities. So I just want to open as many doors as I can for the students who are younger than me so that uh, they're going to be 
they're going to be in high school in a more progressive time. So I don't want them to have to struggle with the same things that we did without actually starting the conversation. I want them to just have to expand on it. For me, this club has opened a lot of opportunities surrounding using my voice and just talking about mental health, like Ashton said. Um, you know, like it, it created an environment in our school where mental health was treated the same way as physical health. If you were, if you're injured, you go to the athletic trainer. If you are mentally unstable or need a support outlet we were there we would come here to de-stress or you we would give you the resources that you needed so that you can maintain a stable mental health um and for me this club really like opened the opportunity or, or opened the doors for me to be really like open about my own struggles in mental health um and even it made it okay that I was struggling. And I went through a lot this year along with my own mental health. And I remember just texting Remy one day, like, cause I made a commitment to be vice president of this club. And it was, it's something I am so passionate and driven about. And I was like, Remy, like, I don't like, some stuff is going on. I'm gonna be out of school for a little bit. And Remy was like, it would be unfair to me of me to say that that's not okay. Or that you can't step back because this is what that club is about. And I remember that conversation and it just like, it made me feel like it's okay that I'm struggling because this is what Bring Change to Mind is about. It's about destigmatizing mental health, making it the same thing as if you are sick or as if you are injured. And I think it's really important that we're having this conversation now and that Bring Change to Mind, like Remy's got this club going in such well put out time because the pandemic has just impacted us all um especially among teenagers our age student athletes uh with the increase i think it's just opened a lot of opportunities for us to use our voice and make it normalized um so i'm in a more unique position than the other three i'm actually leaving this behind um, <laughs> um, graduate, um, my entire life, I have always been definitely more comfortable with my own feelings than I feel like the general population is. Um, and I think part of that is because I'm comfortable in vulnerability and I kind of see the beauty within vulnerability. Um, obviously being vulnerable can open the door to opportunity for help if you need it um, and to reach out if you need it. And I think the one thing that I want to leave behind, not only as like the founder and president of this club, but just as a senior who's gone through high school in arguably the most unique time ever, um, I think I want to leave behind that there is beauty and vulnerability and that opening up to people that you trust, um, whether that be a classmate, a teacher, a coach, um, your parents. I think that I want people to know that it's so worth being uncomfortable for 10 minutes and the lasting effects that it'll have 
afterwards are worth that 10 minute awkwardness. That first time you step over that um, line, it's worth that. And I think I want a lot of people that listened to all of you today and got the chance to listen to this podcast to really take the time to reflect back on what each of you said at each question that we've had today. We asked a lot of pretty deep questions. We asked questions that aren't ones you can answer with research or science or even deeper understanding of like why people recommend this as best practices, but you all answered it from perspectives where you are showing the true genuine passion and caring that each of you had to create and join this committee. And I think what everyone needs to walk away with is just really understanding what it took to get to this point and understanding how much each of you truly value what you've done. And I really hope a lot of people around the town and a lot of people that are listening to this do think about how they can assist. How can they get involved? How can they help you out? How can they even in other areas, like you say, create this for themselves? And I hope everyone does have that takeaway today. And I want to thank all of you for taking the time to join me today. This was probably one of my favorite ones to record up to this point. It was a lot of fun talking to each of you. And I can't wait to talk to you again. If you didn't finish up your drink, finish it up now. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you.